Welcome to Hope for Today, a weekly Bible teaching program that will bring you hope for every day. It is so good to be with you again today. Thanks for listening and continuing with us in our journey through Exodus. We have been in Exodus just over a year, and now we're coming to the end of Exodus. And today's lesson is another incredible dialogue between God and Moses. This passage in Exodus 34 is the Lord speaking, and he describes himself. This is in response to Moses' request to teach me and show me your glory. Because God is pleased with Moses, he answers his request. What follows is one of the greatest descriptions of God you will ever find. This event took place several thousand years ago, and many things have changed since then. But this God, our God, is still the same. This list of powerful words is just as accurate and true as it ever was. This revelation of God shows us who he is. As the story unfolds, we see how God interacted with the children of Israel all through the Old Testament. Studying this teaches us more about God. God is merciful and gracious and long-suffering. Yet, we see his tolerance for sin reached an end with his people, the Israelites. We learn more about God by seeing how he treated the Israelites. God continues revealing himself to us. And in the New Testament, he exposes even more of himself to us. Hebrews 1 says, God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son. Now, God reveals himself to us through Jesus Christ. Verse 3 says, Jesus is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature, and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. Today's passage in Exodus is near the beginning of God's story. We can look back and see the whole story of God at work. All the time, God is showing more of who he is to us, his creation. Jesus Christ is the best revelation of God to us. We know that story, and we have the record of 2,000 years since Christ. And as we look at those years, we can see God's hand and know him even better. What Paul said in Romans 1 surely applies to us. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Or, I might add, we are without excuse. History is one long story of God reaching and longing for our hearts. We tend to be obstinate and stubborn, rejecting him in many silly ways. The goal of this introduction was to step back and see how Exodus fits in the big picture. Exodus 34 is a clear revelation of God by God, one of the first actually, but it is by no means the last. He continues to make himself known and gives us plenty of good reasons to trust him. Now, let's go with Pastor J. Mark and hear what he has to say about the obedient heart taken from Exodus 34, 1-9. When God made Adam the first man, he expected Adam to obey him. God was the creator, Adam was the creature. And God gave Adam certain laws. He said, 
Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat of it. So Adam was given positive directives and negative restrictions right there in the beginning at creation. From that earliest day to this, God has expected man to obey his commands. And for that very reason, God gave us the Bible. It is his word. God expects us to follow the teaching of the Bible. Otherwise, why did he give it to us? I think that is wonderful, and it is almost beyond our ability to understand that the sovereign God would reveal himself to us in the pages of Holy Scripture. God used a man in a very large way to give us his word and his will. That man's name is Moses. Moses is called the man of God, and he filled a big place in God's plan and purpose. He received the law of God on Mount Sinai, as we have been studying these last number of weeks. God found in Moses the obedient heart, and we can read about this in Exodus chapter 34 and verses 1 through 9. That is my text for today and for this time of teaching. Exodus chapter 34, verses 1 through 9. Listen now as I read. And the Lord said to Moses, Chisel out two tables of stone like unto the first, and I will write upon these tables the words that were in the first tables which you broke. And be ready in the morning, and come up in the morning unto Mount Sinai, and present yourself there to me in the top of the mountain. And no man shall come up with you, neither let any man be seen throughout all the mountain, neither let the flocks or herds feed close to the mountain. And he hewed or chiseled out two tables of stone like unto the first. And Moses rose up early in the morning, and went up unto Mount Sinai, as the Lord had commanded him, and took in his hand the two tables of stone. And the Lord descended in the cloud, and stood with him there, and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed by before him, and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, and that will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children unto the third and to the fourth generation. And Moses made haste and bowed his head toward the earth and worshipped. And he said, If now I have found grace in your sight, O Lord, let my Lord, I pray you, go among us, for it is a stiff-necked people, and pardon our iniquity and our sin, and take us for your inheritance. In these verses, we find the responses which every obedient heart will make to God when we follow the pattern of Moses. The first response of an obedient heart is, Do what God tells you. God gave certain instructions. First of all, the Lord told Moses to cut out or chisel out two tablets of stone. They were to be like the first ones which he had broken when he came down off the mountain and saw the children of Israel worshipping the golden calf. Those were the original tablets of stone with the Ten Commandments, and Moses broke them in his anger. So the first command here to Moses was to cut out new tablets of stone. 
And then God said to Moses, You should be ready in the morning. God gave Moses a certain time when he was to present himself to the Lord there in the top of the mountain. God instructed Moses to go up to the same place where he had been before, and he was to come alone. No one else was to come with him, and not even the flocks and herds should be allowed to feed near the base of that mountain. I want you to think about how carefully these instructions were given. Hew out or chisel out two tablets of stone, be ready in the morning, present yourself before the Lord, come by yourself, and keep everyone and everything else away. And then verse 4 tells us that Moses did exactly what God told him to do. He chiseled out the tables of stone. He rose up early in the morning and went up to Mount Sinai as the Lord had commanded him, and he took the tablets of stone with him. So for the obedient heart, the first response is to do what God tells you to do. Never expect God's blessing until you are willing to do exactly what he says. Then the second response of an obedient heart is, listen to what God proclaims. God honored Moses in his obedience. The Lord then descended, and he stood by Moses there on the mountain. The Lord passed by before him and made himself known to Moses. The Lord proclaimed the Lord God. And he proclaimed six great attributes that belong to God. Merciful and gracious, long-suffering, abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgressions, and last but not least, not clearing the guilty. Now, let's reflect for a moment on these great attributes of God. They are his characteristics, his mercy, how merciful he is. He doesn't give us what we deserve. His grace, how gracious God is. He gives us many things we don't deserve. And then his long-suffering. The Lord is patient, patient with us in our failures. His goodness. He provides for all people everywhere, believer and unbeliever alike. And then his truth. He has brought his truth to us in his word and in the person of Jesus Christ. His justice. He keeps his mercy for thousands. He forgives their iniquity and their transgression. But he does not clear the guilty because he visits the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation. These great attributes make God the Lord Jehovah, the only true God. Never expect to know God until you listen what he proclaims. And he has proclaimed who he is and what he is like in his word to us. So, we have these first two responses of the obedient heart, do what God tells you, and listen to what God proclaims. There is a third response of the obedient heart. Plead for God's pardon. Moses worshipped with reverence. When he heard God proclaim himself, he promptly bowed his head and worshipped. He did it with reverence, and then he pled with God on the basis of his grace. He said, Come among us and pardon our sin and iniquity, because we are a stiff-necked people, and take us for your inheritance. To be stiff-necked is another way of saying headstrong, rebellious, not willing to listen to advice. And so here is real intercession, 
a real outcry for pardon, that God would move among his people, a cry to pardon them for their sin and receive them, that is, to take them for his inheritance, as indeed God had promised he would do. Moses understood after this great declaration from God that he could come into the presence of God and there he could find pardon, he could find forgiveness. Pardon is a release from the legal penalty for sin and for the sin of his people. This is beautiful because this is the way that God relates to us. The obedient heart will find in God the pardon or the forgiveness that he asks for. Never expect God's pardon until you plead for his grace. Moses confessed their sin. He said, we are a stiff-necked people. We don't listen well. And then he asked God to forgive their sin and iniquity. When you do that, you have confessed. You have stood before the Lord as a guilty person. God says he will not clear the guilty, but he will have mercy on thousands who come to him in honest and true confession. You can do that. The obedient heart will do that. It will plead for God's pardon. The obedient heart will always make the same responses that Moses made. The obedient heart will do what God says. The obedient heart will listen to what God proclaims. And the obedient heart will plead for his pardon and then will receive it. You can receive that pardon and that forgiveness now if you call upon God. Thanks, J. Mark, for this teaching on obedience. If you have questions or if you'd like a copy of today's teaching, here is how you can contact us. The best way is email. Our email is hope at heraldsofhope.org. If you don't have email, you could write to us. Our address is Hope for Today, Box 3, Breezewood, Pennsylvania, 15533. Or you can connect with us on our website. And if you go to the Connect tab on the top of the page, you can message us directly. Our website is heraldsofhope.org. Thank you so much for being with us. We look forward to next week and hope you will join us for more lessons from Exodus. Go now in grace and peace.